Hello, and welcome to the Life Science Rush Hour with Matt Corcoran. Hope everyone's having a great Monday afternoon. Um, if you didn't know, it is National Donut Day, November 5th. There's actually two National Donut Day days today, November 5th, and the first Friday in June. So if you missed it, hey, 10 months from now, um, get some more. Good excuse to eat donuts. Um, but on, on a more serious note, um, an interesting fact I saw today, um, you know, with the markets, I think kind of sitting in in limbo here until the election, but something that did catch my surprise um, from FactSet is that 66% of the S&P companies who give guidance so far um, have issued negative earnings per share guidance for quarter four, which is actually below the five-year average of 70%. So to me, that was a little surprising. I expected that number to be kind of flip-flopped, but especially the way you were kind of seeing the market react, Um, but it's not the case. You know, companies are more optimistic than they have over the past five years, which have been a a robust five years. Um, so just something to keep in mind. Um, obviously, this isn't going to move the markets. I think um, tomorrow, Election Day, will we'll, we'll, we'll be a bigger mover than that. Um, but we just wanted to share that with you. I also wanted to share um, an article I wrote today on my blog um, regarding business income insurance. There was an article in Stat today. Um, if you're not familiar with Stat, it's a publication. Um, you know, focused on biotech, pharma, life science, whatnot. Um, and the article was, was about gene therapy companies in particular who are going to be facing a, a shortage, you know, who's man, who, who outsource manufacturing. Um, and the manufacturing capability is going to be stretched thin because, you know, gene therapy is going to be used for more and more indications. So there'll be bigger populations. And we're also going to see clinical trial pop, you know, sizes, patient counts increase. So, you know, it's a very specialized um, manufacturing process, expensive to get started. Um, so there's not a lot of supply. So, you know, it goes back to the old economics, supply and demand. Um, costs a lot to set up because companies aren't, haven't been doing it in the past, being, them being CMOs, um, and supply is increasing. So... Um, you know, that, 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 that makes life science companies very vulnerable if one of those manufacturers to go down. And I should note that there was actually a, a, a comment from a, the, the CEO of a, of a, of a biotech company who, um, does immunotherapies who also mentioned, Hey, it's not just gene therapy that's being stretched thin. It's immunotherapy manufacturers. So, um, why does this make you vulnerable? Well, it's really simple. If if you're sole sourced, and one of those manufacturers goes down, you know you're you're, you're kind of screwed. You're 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 at that mercy, the mercy of them, um, and the FDA. And you know it's not like you can just go and switch manufacturers because there's just not enough of them at this point. So what will that mean to your company? Well, it's going to you know obviously cash flow, reputational risk, valuation, all are going to drop. Now, you can dual source, but again, that's going to be extremely challenging. You could bring manufacturing in-house, which we're starting to see companies do at an earlier and earlier phase. Um, but again, that's expensive, capital intensive, um, and you're still at risk. You know, if you suffer a fire or some sort of, you know, natural, 
you know, some damage to your pro- to your manufacturing facility, you're kind of back in the same spot where you have to outsource it. But again, you can't just, you know, you're not a widget maker. You have to go have FDA validated site. They have to have capacity. And then they're going to charge you a lot of money, of course. So, you know, we can't solve the issue of, you know, creating constant product if your manufacturer goes down, unless you're dual sourced or you have a contingency plan in place. But we can protect the cash flow. And to a certain extent, the reputational and valuation risk um, through insurance. So you have business income insurance. So that would be for companies that are doing the manufacturing in-house. So if you have business income, that's only going to cover your properties. I've seen folks tell me, no, why blanket business income insurance? Well, that's fine. You can have that. If you have multiple facilities, it makes sense. But if you don't have multiple facilities, it's it, it doesn't really help you because at the end of the day, whether it's blanket business income or just business income, it only covers a loss at your facility. It will not cover losses at third-party facilities. So if you have a supplier or a manufacturer or a CRO, none of those entities would be covered um, if, if they suffered a loss. I mean covered, their loss causes you to lose money. That would be, that's what I'm, I'm referring to. The only way to cover those is through contingent or dependent business income. And, and that's kind of exactly what it is. It's business income that you are dependent on because of from third parties. So it's probably one of the most overlooked um, major program flaws I see when I review um, companies' insurance policies um, because there's just there, there's not enough recognition of, of how big of an exposure it is, um, especially in the life science industry where it can take months to, to get a backup facility. Um, now, if you're a commercial stage, you usually have a few months stockpiled, but if you're not, you know, you know, your clinical trial could be slowed down, disrupted, um, which costs money, burn rate. And if you don't have income, this can still be covered. It just has to be done the right way. So I suggest you take a look at the article on stat and hey, look at mine too on Matt Cork, M-A-T-T-C-O-R-C.com to learn more, learn how you can protect yourself. Um, and, and I think most importantly, just be aware of, of some of the risks that are out there, especially if you're in gene therapy or immunotherapy, because the last thing you want to do is find out that you could have protected yourself, you know, a month after the loss or two weeks after the loss. Um, so happy to help with questions. Hope everyone is getting some donuts today. Enjoy them. Um, I know my kids, they had circle on their calendar, uh, on June 6th, they were ready for it. So have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.